Welcome to Living Martial Arts with Master Ray Gale, aka The Dark Master. Living Martial Arts discuss and examines the everyday exercise, philosophy, and lifestyle of the martial arts enthusiast. The host talks about his own training, past and present, and he also interviews many martial artists to discover how they continue to live their own martial arts journey. Tune in for top tips on how to get the best out of your martial art. Or perhaps you're thinking of starting a martial art. This podcast offers you an easy way to dip your toe in. Sign up for the newsletter at livingmartialarts.com and get regular updates and training tips direct to your inbox. Follow the Dark Master on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Living Martial Arts. Hello and welcome to the Living Martial Arts Podcast with me back again, the Dark Master, with uh, a very unusual guest, I must say. Slightly different to my my usual guest, usual type of guest I have on the, the podcast. But we have um, Miss Rebecca Hanser on the podcast. And uh, I'm not going to tell you anything about her at the moment because she's going to tell you everything that you'll need to know. So how are you, Rebecca? I'm good. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on your show. This oh. Oh, it's a, it's it's a real pleasure, and uh, uh, I've been looking through your um, uh, your your website and um, you know your page. So I'm sure that the the listeners here will be really excited about hearing uh, about what you do and you know where you where you've been and where you're hoping to go. So with, yeah. without without further ado, really, you know, perhaps you can uh, just outline a little bit about um, uh, you know your your martial arts background because we are talking about martial arts but i know we're going to go into other things so perhaps you can give us a bit of an overview of how you started and so on sure yeah so um well hi everyone <laughs> welcome to this podcast um i uh started a couple of years ago with uh jiu-jitsu actually so uh not so much taekwondo which i'm sort of specializing in right now but that was kind of my intro into the world of martial arts and uh, it started out with me throwing up on my very first session because that's when I got introduced to <laughs> the seriously high levels of cardio and fitness that was required of me. Um, but I, I got hooked. Apparently, I just I was hooked to to what it does to you, to your body, to you as a person. Uh, it challenges you. Uh, you use literally everything, every part of your body you use uh when you're training and um it almost becomes a bit of a philosophy in a way a lifestyle um and um well obviously covid hit at that point so i had to i had to pause i had to pause the training because it's first contact sports of course sure. but i started to you know research other styles as well um Obviously, I'm in I'm in the movie industry, so you know my favorite movies are definitely action movies where you know <laughs> a lot of stuns going on. I've I've I, I loved those ever since I was young, and um, I started to sort of look into other styles that would maybe fit me. Um, I also do gymnastics, and I know that my um, my legs are kind of my 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 core weapons in a way. So. <laughs> yeah. I was actually uh, advised to look into Taekwondo and uh, I did. And I, um, that's kind of how I was introduced to the world of Taekwondo. And I absolutely loved it because uh, that's where I, no offense to jujitsu because it's obviously all beautiful, but that's where I saw um, why they call it martial arts. That's why it, there was an elegance to it. There was a, there was a grace, a grace, the graceful movements made it, an art and I am an artist <clears throat> at the end of the day so I thought okay this is something I need to get into and um that's why I got into taekwondo after that I started mixing things up with Muay Thai and kickboxing but that's the the intro story to me and taekwondo basically sure that's, that's great well just just a couple of things that you said there well the, the first thing is 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 the jiu-jitsu well, I I've actually I did a little bit of jujitsu in the past, but uh, to be quite honest, um, it wasn't for me either. When I saw Taekwondo, because I was, I'm quite, I'm five foot six and I'm, I'm very mobile and very dynamic. As soon as I saw Taekwondo, I thought, yes, that, that's for me. <laughs> that's, that's what I need to be doing. So we've, we've got a bit of a connection 
certainly a connection there. My my legs were certainly my uh, my advantage in that one. Um, but uh, and and also just to mention, you, you know, you were saying about um, uh, uh, action movies. I mean, there, there's obviously quite a bit of difference in age between us. But uh, I was watching the. Uh, martial arts action movies of the 70s with bruce lee and david carradine on tv and kung fu and stuff like that and that's what that's what sort of inspired me i don't know whether you've seen any of that old stuff well i've seen the bruce lee movies obviously let me close my um sure probably gonna have to cut this but uh i see like oh that's okay i'm coming through see they, they know this is natural you see <laughs> okay this is like my home studio <laughs> you can leave it in i don't really mind um, yeah, so obviously I I know uh, uh, the Bruce Lee movies. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was um, uh, my brother uh, who actually got me hooked on these movies because uh, when when we were younger, he was the one that started out with karate, and um, I was obviously the little sister. This was I'm talking about the '90s right now. I'm not going to give away my age, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so so he was the one that was hooked on karate, and I sort of just you know tagged along as the little sister. You know, when my parents brought my brother to training, I had to come along, and I was like, oh, I gotta go and do this again, you know. And um, and it sort of got me hooked. I noticed there were not a lot of girls at that time. Things have changed mm. in the meantime, obviously, thank God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was always he was the older brother, so he's in charge of what we are gonna watch, and he always put on the Jean Claude Van Damme movies. That was okay. it. So that's that's kind of what got me uh, hooked on action movies. You know, all those all those action heroes from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, it's it's great. It's it's, it's great inspiration, and uh, so many people. Um, I mean, I'm I'm going back to the seventies when I started, but so many people uh, that I speak to were inspired by you know Bruce Lee and the movies there and the action movies, and obviously as it went on you know jean-claude van damme and you know pe people like that and uh funny enough I, I met um talking about female martial artists i met cynthia rothrock uh china o'brien um of china O'Brien fame in 1983 just be just while, when she was getting into the movies i went there for a, los angeles for a world championships uh i was i was traveling there and um she was just break trying to break into the movies at that time and obviously she's done extremely well ever since yeah yeah it's a very it's it's a very natural transition for some if they have if you you know if you have that feel for showbiz and um and you know you can nail it on camera then you know a lot of a lot of the martial artists make that transition which is you know really good to see because it kind of introduces the world uh to 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 our world basically to the martial arts world and um yeah takes away a couple of stigmas <laughs> well it, it it does and i i, I always say that um you know you talked about gymnastics uh for example uh during the 80s i was i was heavily into body popping and uh break dancing and um you know people always ask me you know, i say well actually it's not that dissimilar to martial arts it's just movement it's just movement and the movement is transferable uh from one to the other uh, so i don't know any comments on that one because i know you do a bit of dancing and i've, I've seen a few of your reels as well Oh Lord, <laughs> I'm giving away way too much. No, it's true. Um, as a matter of fact, um, lately I've been asked a lot about tricking. Yes, it's kind of obviously a combination of taekwondo, breakdance, uh, 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 gymnastics as well. Like where I train gymnastics is where I see a lot of people uh, training tricking. So. Mm. It, it's true. It is a combination of a lot of things. Like when when I see the high highly skilled taekwondo uh, artists, uh, the jumps that they that they make, the jump kicks, mm. is very similar to tricking. It's very similar to gymnastics. You know, you've mm. got the aerial cartwheels going on. Um, so there there are let's say transferable skills. Um, yes, they they. They are in line with one another. It is not a weird thing that people start blurring those lines um, because um, they're still separate art forms, obviously. Sure. But it's easy to flow into one another and become a bit curious and explore, you know? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Just uh, I was going to ask you before, and I, I had a question in between, but uh, you've, you've obviously got... Um, uh, uh, a slight accent. <laughs> so, uh, uh -huh. where, where, where is that from? 
Right. So uh, I'm I'm not American. That's what I usually get. Um, you know, no, it it, 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 didn't, it did it did sound American. I was, oh, I was asking. Oh, yeah. thank you very much. Um, no, it's definitely not an insult. Obviously, in 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 the film industry, that could be actually very convenient. But yeah, yeah I'm originally from the Netherlands. Ah, okay. Um, yeah. And uh, I sort of learned English through TV, watching oh, right. a lot of TV, a okay. lot of movies, <laughs> a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of Cartoon Network. Okay, okay. Well, uh, the, uh, the the Dutch are, are very big. I've been to um, the Netherlands many times in my competitive career, and they're always uh, the thing I find about the the Dutch. Whenever they were competing, they were all the same height. The lightweight was the same height as a heavyweight. They just got thinner. <laughs> I I yeah, they're generally very tall. I I don't share. I don't have those. Uh, I don't. I don't share those those genes unfortunately because i i have an asian background yeah um so yeah i i'm five foot five something like that so five, sure five yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's true the dutch are very tall <laughs> they are they are a tall nation so you you've, you've done i mean you mentioned a few different martial arts so you mentioned jiu-jitsu taekwondo uh muay thai uh i think also i, I saw on your your bio tang sudo as well um, yes, yes, that's my main thing at the moment. Uh, so yeah. that's also what I uh, what I competed for last year, and um, surprisingly, I didn't really think of winning anything because I just mm. you know, I just I don't. I'm not. Funny thing is, you do these sports, but I don't really feel like I'm a competitive person. I just come come in more with the intention of learning. And sure. when they said, you know what, we're doing this competition, you'd be great. I'm like, great, I'm going to go and look at others. I'm going to do my thing. But then I want to go and watch the higher belts do their thing, because that's what I enjoy doing as well. But once you're in a fight, I mean, you know how this works. You know, the adrenaline takes over and all of a sudden you get this like, actually, you know what? This is fun. I I, <laughs> I, I, I think I do want to win something. Actually. <laughs> so you go into it, you give it your all. Um, and and I I. I ended up winning some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That's great. Well, that, that's that's what it's all about. I think the, um, you know, obviously your uh, competitive nature um, is evident in the, some of the things that you've done, actually, because I think you have to have that that desire to, um, you know, to get somewhere to be, you know, um, yeah. rather than the, the norm, if I want to call it that, rather than the norm. Absolutely. Yeah, de definitely. So, uh, do you have any any um, designs on doing the, any other arts is it something you think right okay i'm gonna see what what the, this has to offer what that has to offer and, and obviously that can that relates then to your um uh, your motivation for film and things like that absolutely so I'm, I'm sort of dipping my toe in, in in multiple things at the moment to try out what works for me and whatnot and and it's all Funny enough, it's all very much related to 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 one another. Obviously, the acting is is the main activity in my life, but you can divide that up in so many different things. You've got the emotional, the emotional performance, so to speak, which is what I went to drama school for. Sure. But I I over the years I just started to develop myself in in physical acting, um, which obviously allows uh, for the for the martial arts skills, gymnastic skills to come through and shine, do their thing. And that's sort of uh, that sort of flowed into um, stunts, mocap, motion capture. Um, for for those who are not familiar with motion capture, that's basically when you see backstage footage of movies being made. You see these, you know, these artists in their suits with their little dots on. They call them markers. Uh, that also requires a lot of physicality from an actor. So to be trained already, it's just a bit more, you have one up on other actors in that sense. Not again, not that this is competitive, but it does require a high level of fitness if you want to do that for 10 hours in a row, so to speak. Uh, and obviously stunts. Um, I, I've, I, I've been asked to maybe look into uh, wire aerial stunt performance which is obviously a niche within the stunt performing uh area um but on another note as i already mentioned tricking is something that really got me got me interested to explore mm. um you need 
a lot of agility for it. I guess that could definitely motivate me to train even more. But I think that is a very natural next step that I would look into considering what I'm what I've been doing already so far. Uh, so yeah, just small steps, things yeah. that are related to what I'm doing already, because it makes no sense to start something completely new. Like, I don't know. Um, uh, what, what's new? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Cheerleading or something like that. Something completely, completely different. It always has to somehow relate to what I'm already doing, which means I can use those transferable skills and actually just, you know, flow into it. Um, because I'm doing so many things already now, it just becomes a bit confusing <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So, so are you, are you aiming to be mainly, um, a, a, a kind of, so it's a bit strange, but a physical actor in the sense that, you know, your acting is going to incorporate, you know, your physical skills, you know, a bit like the, the Jackie Chan model, if you want to call it that, you know, who's obviously very, very physical, but he's, you know, later moving on from sort of the Hong Kong film industry, obviously got into the American uh, industry where he was doing more, what I'd call more acting. Um, mm -hmm. But obviously his physical skills were, were the main part of it. Gosh, yeah, absolutely. So just like the martial arts that, that we talked about earlier, that they sort of used their martial arts background or and the platform and community that they were already part of to kind of venture into the film industry. I mean, there's only so much you can control when it comes to making it in the film industry or having your breakthrough. You can train your ass off and be really good, but never actually break through. I mean, there is a bit of, there's the element of luck involved as well, but you can try your very best. Um, for me, I think it'll always remain a bit of a combination because I actually did start out first and foremost with, with acting, with the emotional performance, but that's easily combined with, with the physicality, with physical acting. I think for me, it would always remain that hybrid. Um, but obviously, it's easier for me as a person on a daily basis to just go to martial arts training uh, every day and just keep training those skills, keep that must keep those muscles uh, warm and, and, and going. Whereas with acting, you won't be on a film set every day. So how are you able to practice and train that on a daily basis? Um, that I think is the difference, the way you prep yourself. Now, with acting, I tend to consider auditions and sending self-tapes. To me, that's a way of training my acting muscle. Oh. Um, and whatever projects come your way, I, I seize them. I give a full 100%. I prepare myself as best as I can in terms of script, character, learning about the production, being professional, even if you don't really actually have the job just yet. Uh, that's my way of training that part of acting. Whereas the physicality, you can train that every day, which is what I'm doing. You always need to prepare yourself, even though you have nothing lined up. You always need to be able to hit the ground running if you do end up auditioning for something i think that's sure. the most difference between yeah people. yeah well, no that that's good i i actually uh, I, I belong to a a drama group in my teen teenage years and uh i quite liked well before that actually going to school i was the only boy in the drama group and uh which which i really enjoyed actually <laughs> i was surrounded by all these girls which was great and um uh, then i went um when I left school, I actually joined a, a drama group and had designs on maybe being in front of a camera. But uh, it was great. It was and and the things that I loved. I remember we did a production of West Side Story, and I was uh, I was I was Chino, and um, I remember it well. I thought, wow, this feels really good, really good. And it was it was more the the movement that I loved more so than the uh, more so than the acting side of it. But it but it was good. It was good fun. It, it, that's amazing. It, yeah, it, I mean, it is a musical. So uh, again, that's that's a, an, another uh, form that is a bit of a combination of emotional uh, emotional performance and physicality. Because everyone who would want to do a musical would be expected to have some background in dancing or just have something have a physical training uh, under right. your belt. So I can imagine for you that must have felt like like really like natural almost. I guess. You know? Well, it, yeah, definitely because I've, I've always been a 
physical person ever ever since uh, you know I've been a been a little boy and sort of playing football and running and uh, you know the, the reason I attended school was really for, really for sport really. <laughs> if they, well, if they, mean, yeah, if they'd taken sports out of school, then I, I probably wouldn't have been there. So <laughs> dropped out a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So what 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 about yourself from a from a young age? I mean, was this something that you know, from the physical side that you, you thought, right, yeah, this is me, or was it, you know, were you quite academic at school? How did that, how did the balance go? <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, um, ever since I was a little, just like you, actually, I've been, I've always been very physically active. I, I, I prefer to play outside, do weird things like, like, I don't know, climbing trees or whatever. I was always very adventurous, uh, but obviously I'm a girl. So my mom did put me in a dress. So I just went and climbed trees in my, in, in my dress. <laughs> yeah, didn't sure. really, he didn't really like that, but anyways. <laughs> um, and also when I was, when I was uh, young, I did uh, gymnastics at a very, um, at a national level. So I was competing nationally. Um, so in a way, I've always been very competitive. Um, come to think about it, actually, yeah, I'm changing my 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 mind on this. Uh, but yeah, so if I if I set out to do something, I want to do it right. I want to do it like I want to really train hard and become the best version I can be within that area. So the same was for for gymnastics when my mom saw that I was really agile like fall out of a tree and I was fine she was like oh you know what maybe maybe you should think of gymnastics or something something that you can you know put those sure. uh, those skills to you so I did that and it was amazing but obviously uh, I did that for like 10 years and then hmm. life takes over and you know nobody really back then nobody really talks about oh you can actually you know remain uh, an artist or do something in the performing arts so you can continue training that society just expects you to you know uh, do something serious with your life so <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, so i i went to study uh international business and management after high oh, school wow. uh and again even on even in the academic field i i i can be very competitive because i'm like oh i'm gonna be really good at this so i actually get really good at something because i i i put my heart and soul into it, give a hundred percent, whether that is in, in the sports area or whether that is in the academic world. So I was actually pretty successful in that as well. Did a couple mm. of, uh, a couple of masters. Um, but there was something about the performing and, um, being, you know, active physically that I missed. Um, sure. and, uh, that's when I just started to, uh, give into that dormant passion for for performing it was at a much later age that i that i decided to do that so i had a pretty um variety um academic sure. career, sort of speak yeah what, what what sort of age was it you made your decision then you thought right this is this is the path yeah i think quite late i think i was around 25 26 oh wow yeah yeah yeah, yeah. before yeah, yeah. that i was just uh, traveling studying um there was a time I actually wanted to become a journalist because I loved writing. Um, and I'm not saying that all the stuff that I did, that it was for nothing. You tend, you tend to hear people say that when you end up with something that's completely different from what you started. Well, of course, I mean, you know, you grow as a person, you, you experience new things, you try out new things. It's all about trying things out. You will never be the same person as you was 10 years ago. Sure. Thank God. Right. <laughs> you don't want to yeah. be the same. Um, and so it made perfect sense that I just, you know, went from one thing to another. But I, I would never say looking back, oh, I regret anything I've done because somehow everything still, you know, I'm still using the stuff that I that I studied for 10 years ago. It's all very much it needs an upgrade somehow, obviously. But uh, but nothing's for nothing. I, mm. I don't really look at it. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you've got quite a a broad skill set um some 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 people would argue it's it's a uh, the same line but i would argue differently because looking at your by you know you've done um uh, business presentations i, I was lis listening to a couple that you did um and obviously that's a, a totally different skill to say you know uh, modeling what you know i saw that on your bio as as well and how, how do you transfer from one to the other how'd you get into that <laughs> this mindset this mindset this mindset yeah maybe maybe that's the actor in me 
he just changed character so quickly. Uh, no, I I don't know. I think I'm also um, I'm also a very curious person. So I I do want to learn about different things. I don't really see myself staying in one box. Mm. Uh, I would get bored. Uh, I, I I would um, I don't know. It wouldn't. It just wouldn't be for me. And I guess that's why at some point I just embraced the fact that I'm that I'm doing and that I've done so many different things um, because I could never stick to just one thing. Um, yeah. I think these days, especially in the entertainment industry or in any industry, they expect you to be everything and to do everything. So. Mm. It's also a bit adapting to the times that we live in. Yeah, in, in, in the acting world, you you need to be able to do your own stunts. You need to be able to cry on demand. You need to be able to be on time. You need to be physically fit. You need to uh, change your hair color 100 million times. You need to speak in so many different accents. And you know, there is just so much required of you that it's almost a natural thing to do to, to just specialize yourself in different things. Hmm. Yeah, I, I realized I used the word thing a, a bit too <laughs> many times. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, your, your presenting skills are much better than mine, believe me. Um, <laughs> the, um, uh, the the coming back again to the to the almost the physical side is that you know as a you know I, martial arts has been my 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 living since the 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 eighty early eighties and I've done that. And I love the physical side. And obviously, as, as I've got older, it's become more difficult. Uh, but in the early days, I found it sort of fairly easy. It wasn't a chore, you know, going, going to – I didn't really use gyms very much. So it's a lot of my training outside. So, 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 you know, you're obviously really, really busy. How, how do you get that uh, sort of body conditioning in? How do you, how do you manage that? Well, there are 24 hours in the day. <laughs> I can't add any more hours to the day. So um, oftentimes I, uh, well, pretty much almost every day, I get up really early to, to make sure that I, you know, the gym luckily for me is quite close. It's like a seven minute walk, dangerous. And it's a 24 hour gym. So there you go. All right. <laughs> um, going really early in the morning, let's say I get up around six, make sure that I'm at the gym at seven and just mm. start working out for an hour as a warm-up as a way to warm up to the day and oftentimes um full-time performer right now uh oftentimes uh you have meetings or you start your shooting uh your start you know shoots or whatever um around eight nine ish well let's say nine nine that mm. you actually have to be on film set or whatever mm. um i always try to do it either really early in the morning or really late in the evening mm. yeah yeah cooling down there is a difference in, in in mindset obviously in the morning it's like oh i'm waking up i'm warming up and when i go to the gym in the evening that's kind of like for me a way to you know sort of get everything out of my system and just unwind um mm. And obviously during the days, uh, I've got a I've got a lot of training days uh, during the week. So Muay Thai, mm. kickboxing, uh, jiu-jitsu, taekwondo, that's just spread out over the week, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how do you, have you, uh, have you had any um, uh, breaks through injuries? And if so, how have you managed that? Uh, well, I've got one right now. <laughs> All right. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, so you, it's, you can't do any, any filming with your hand in the picture. <laughs> no, if, unless it's waving, like, yeah, that like, I don't know, in the background or something. Yeah. <laughs> They'll hire me for that. Um, uh, yeah. So it's a, it's, it's torn ligament. Uh, ah, okay. luckily not broken or dislocated. I was a bit worried about that. Actually, this mm. actually happened during Taekwondo training. Um, oh, right. Yes. That's, training. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that can happen. That's happened to me before. Oh, what yeah. happened to you? Like, well, what? well, you, I, you know, I've had the old uh, injury on my toes because obviously, you know, you kick in and you're moving fast or whatever, and things come together, and that's it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yes. And you get a little. I mean, I got a little excited during sparring, and, and you know, normally you'd have to preferably block with you know a closed hand, but somehow for me something went wrong there, and I just felt it instantly. But I didn't think too much of it. Because obviously in the martial arts, not you, you don't uh, you get bruised up. You you go yeah. with with a little bit of pain, and you know you feel a bit sore. But it's nothing nothing special, nothing to be alarmed about. 
Um, so that's how I went home. And then the next morning, <laughs> like it was all purple and blue. And I was like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> so that's when I went to A&E. They took some x-rays that it was all good. You know, I just have to let it rest for like, like a week or so. So, um, and, uh, yeah, no sparring, uh, no training that involves this hand in particular because it needs yeah. to be straight. Uh, so I just train my legs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's good. Well, you, 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 Again, on, on the same subject, I mean, you're, you're an attractive young lady and, oh, thank you. you know, going into martial arts, uh, th- you know, there's always going to be collisions, whatever. Um, and and t- to be honest, let's be fair, you know, when, when you go on a, a movie set, you know, particularly as a, a young lady, people are looking at your, your, your face and, you know, you've got, you've got a good bone structure here. D- do you ever worry about that? Um. Like as in that they have. Uh, well, if you get if you get hit or nose or like or pu- black eye. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you're always you're always trying to be careful because you know yeah. once you're in an actual street fight, then you can't yeah. ask your opponent like, "Can you please not hit the face?" You yeah, know? <laughs> you, can, you can't really go like that because I'm an, I have a shoot tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but in training, you try to be careful. But again, when I'm training, when I'm when I'm sparring or whatever something takes over that makes me not care about that um whether that's like the the you know something primitive like oh you know you you become a little you know like a tomboy like like the way i was when i was young i don't really care if i fall out of a tree Mm. and break something um in in moments like that the adrenaline takes over and you don't really care about the way you look to be fair i look pretty screwed up during during training like you don't care if your hair that's why i'm always so so surprised when i see uh, (laughs) people on on instagram posting their fitness uh stuff and their spin i was like how do you keep your hair like that like i I don't (laughs) anywhere near that i I get i guess there's a bit of trickery there and they're not not really training but anyway (laughs) (laughs) well i i i i hope they are but you know it's just me i don't look anything like that so yes in the film industry, it's all about it's all about aesthetics. And I'm, you know, when you're on a film set and you do a scene, there is a makeup artist, there's a hairstylist who makes sure that, you know, whatever you do, it still looks good. Yeah. But um when it comes to doing actual fighting scenes, when it comes to actually sparring and just, you know, going at it, I'm I I just forget about all that. Really, I just yeah. I'm like, and then I and I, I, they're done shooting, and I sort of see myself back, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> that face I made, you know, it's like I'm having a really hard time. You because in that moment, I don't think about it, but yeah, sometimes yeah. it always works out, and you know, they're happy if they're happy with what we shot, then I'm happy, and we're all done, and let's go home. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think it's probably true. You know, the, the, I with some of my students sometimes when you can see they're a little bit defensive and they're backing off because they don't want to get hurt that's generally when they get hurt <laughs> whereas oh, yeah. you know when, when you're when you're moving forwards and, you, and you're sort of uh using uh offense uh, being a bit more um uh, attacking you, you tend to keep yourself a bit safer strangely enough well that's what i found sure. yeah. oh yeah well you know what that's the thing if you start to get a little hesitant to mm. to move forward that's just i don't know it affects your defense in a way so mm. that's why i'm happy that i don't think about oh my pretty face or whatever or I, I don't think like that i just go straight in i'm like a tiger when i'm when i'm fighting and i'm happy that i am and then afterwards <laughs> you go yeah. to the dressing room you look in the mirror you're like holy shit <laughs> don't <tell me> today, please. <laughs> no no i'm not like that thank god i'm not <laughs> okay good 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 so uh, i mean you've, you've obviously got a, a very busy schedule um lots of things uh going on and i know that uh you know, I like to use the the duck principle. You know, you got the the duck going along the water like that, but underneath the legs are really going. And, you know, like which that. which 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 is where I've been in the past. People go, oh, you know, how do you fit everything in? I said, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, same. I mean, I'm 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 an early riser as well. To be honest, I get up at uh, six six thirty. Uh, I've already done my training today, for example, and um, you know, I'll be teaching in the evening and so on. But uh, what what do you do? What do you do for your downtime? And um, you know, do you have any um sort of relaxation things that you do <laughs> i mean I, I i love playing the guitar as well i'd like to play the guitar that's one of my relaxation things right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah and a bit of music i play harmonica um i like to go out on my motorbike but uh, what about yourself Woo! well um you're right 
I, I, my schedule is pretty, pretty, pretty busy. Sometimes I'm like, oh God, did I really have to do that? Like I kind of wanted an hour of break or whatever, or just a 10 minute power nap. Uh, I tend to travel a lot. Okay. Um, it's, um, it's something to look forward to. You know, you can easily have a schedule that kind of forces you to work seven days a week. Um, but, uh, I then tend to book my holidays and I just take like literally two weeks far away no laptop, no uh, emails, nothing. Just really disconnect from London, from work, uh, and just clear your mind that way. So I, I do tend to uh, to travel as a as a as a therapy, really, as a way of of just sure. relaxing, um, and really relax. Like, and that's also when my mind gets clearer for I don't know for stories to write or whatever. You just get more inspiration because your mind is actually clear. Sure. Um, so that's more the luxurious downtime activity, so to speak. Um, but uh, anything on a daily basis, I I like to, um, I don't know, very simple things, actually. Take a walk in the park, uh, listen to music. I love dancing, hanging out with friends. Um, the very simple things in life. I know that my career and all the stuff that I do for work is very flamboyant it's very you know bombastic larger than life so when i'm in my downtime i'd like to keep it simple and sure. and just yeah sure no worries have you ever tried meditating <laughs> i i Actually, yeah yoga meditation i i i, yeah. I definitely do that as well yeah. not as often as i want to i mean you know the mm. you you plan to do it every morning um yeah. 10 minutes i do sort of do it uh, during my morning routine at the gym, um, yes. obviously during uh, it's sort of it's kind of incorporated into my warm up that I just literally take a moment on the mat to just it's just mm. easier when you do it there rather than in the house because you know sure. temptations you see your laptop you see your phone I mean there's a lot of distractions at, at in you know in my house um, but when I'm somewhere else at the gym where the environment allows you to to do all that because it's just it just screams be healthy think of your mindset you know or think of your health then i tend to be able to do that uh easier yeah 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 it's 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 tough i mean i've i've got a a couple of students who are currently training to be um in the stunt industry um and uh you know a couple of they've, they've done quite well and uh, i've known others within the martial arts who've moved into uh, into that industry as well and it, it's right. not it's not easy i mean it's uh it's 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 a uh, you know sometimes when people see someone on screen and they think oh wow you know aren't they lucky but they don't see the work yeah that, that's that's gone into it and th this is I, I mean i like this conversation because there might be you know there's going to be people listening to this oh i'd love to do that i'd love to do that so i like to give both sides of the story you know it's like being a you know i say to people being a martial arts teacher is great i love it but you, but you have to keep up your standard and you have to keep your fitness up and um and the other, the other thing on top of that sorry this is a long question but the other thing on top of that was you know, I, I try to be quite conscious about my diet. I do have days where I go, ah, forget it. I'm just going to eat a bit of chocolate cake. Um, but I d I'm quite conscious about my diet because I want to be able to still do the stuff and show people how to do certain things. Um, so, you know, how how do you work the, you know, the diet? And um, I'm, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't really do alcohol very often. Uh, green tea, water is my thing. I'll have a bit, bit of wine, maybe a, a glass of beer, but not very often. So what about yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. And um, I first of all, I, I don't drink alcohol at all. If you see me in party pics with a glass, mm. oftentimes it just has lemonade in. I do not drink alcohol. Um, I don't uh, eat sugar and um, uh, I, I don't smoke either. So those are like the, the main, when it comes to yeah. diets, when it comes to habits, that's just, just one thing I want to put out there because I mm. I know what, you know, it would be nice for especially young people to realize there's nothing good that comes out of smoking or whatever. But anyways, if you smoke, mm. you whatever, do your thing. Um, mm. When it comes to um, my daily routine, it's true. It You can do so many things and you can do them so well. But if you do not have the art of discipline, that that's when things become difficult. And it starts early in the morning. I mean, how yeah. many people decide not to? to get up earlier to do something active for yourself that you know is good for you rather sleep in a little longer that's where the discipline needs to kick in and even i have to remind myself every morning nope you're getting up you got to do this got to kick myself out of bed 
and 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 just do it that that's that's the most difficult step for a lot of people on a daily basis and it stops them from you know exploiting their full potential whatever it is you're doing really now obviously when it comes to martial arts or when it comes to being a physical actor uh you need to train you need to always be on the ball because you never know when you get that call to come in for an audition and you're you're being asked to do a somersault or 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 something that requires you to you know already be flexible and not that you have to tell the casting directors or your agent sorry i need like 6 months to warm up for that can you hold on no because you will lose your opportunity so i guess that for me is definitely motivation to know that this yeah. is you know this is my this puts food on my table so it becomes almost crucial for me to stay fit and active mm. and you know in shape and keep training but other people can have a different kind of motivation or a different reason to stay fit maybe you just want to be fit because it makes you feel good and ultimately mm. makes you feel happier you know you do feel uh if you're taking for example like my guilty pleasure is pizza if I had way too many pizzas during the week, I tend to feel a bit bloated. And then I go to training and I can't keep up. And I'm like, shit, why did I do it? Why did <laughs> I do it? You know? Yeah. So it it being, um, let's say, practicing martial arts on a daily basis, it does remind you constantly of what you put in your body, how you treat your body. Do you get enough rest? Did you get a day to recover your, you know, you cannot like train seven days a week. You need at least one day of recovery. That all comes out when you're training, when you realize, shit, I'm not the way I should be, or I'm not as agile. I'm not as fast. Uh, what have I been doing? Did I not sleep uh, enough? You know, so these are things that forces you to look at your daily habits mm. and be a bit more conscious of it and be a bit more on top of that, be a bit more stricter with yourself, a bit more disciplined uh, to keep it going. It is a lifestyle. It's not something that, you know, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to try this out and I'm going to, I don't know, train once a month that does not make you a martial artist if you mm. really want to be good at something it takes you need to include it in your lifestyle and your daily habits yeah 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 definitely and I, and I think i think also as well is that you know i'm talking about seeing people on the screen and the hard work that they've gone through uh, and the discipline mm. but all but also the knockbacks and the the failures in the sense that you know, people say no, or oh, you're not what we're looking for. Or, I mean, that's that could be quite hard on your your ego. <laughs> what? But I'm fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's that's the thing, right? Um, when it comes to uh, reject, first of all, if you are in the film industry, you need to grow a thick skin. You, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, because nine out of ten times you'll be rejected, and um, so it took. It took a change of mindset when it comes to how I approach my my acting career. Um, I oftentimes people ask me, oh, um, uh, so you want to be a successful uh, working actor? I said, no, 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 I don't want to be. I am. I am a successful working actor. I'm successful because I tend to go to auditions. I might not land the roles that um, uh, I want. But going to the audition becomes the job. Yeah. Because then that way I can disconnect myself from the rejection if that were to come. I go in, I do, I give my all, I prepare my script, I, I, I do research, uh, I go into the room and um, I give my all and that's it. At the end, thank you very much, get out of the room and you forget about it. That was yeah. the job done. If you actually land the job, that is a bonus. Mm, and yeah. obviously the process starts all over. But if I don't get the job and I'm being rejected, I don't really feel it because I'm like, well, I did all I could. Yeah. yeah and yeah. maybe it wasn't for me and it's someone else who is lucky and better. And that is absolutely fine. They were, I was not what they were looking for. And mm. you just move on. And yeah. I think, you know, that resilience that, you know, yeah. back. back is very important because again you get rejected more than you will have than you will actually get something yeah sure and 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 you should be stable within yourself like 
I did all I could. And then also give everything you can so that you can look back without any regrets. Like I did all I could. I couldn't do anymore. Look, if they wanted Angelina Jolie, I never stood a chance anyways, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and be kind to yourself. Train, do your best every day, give it your all, and then drop it and move on. Drop yeah. it and move on. Yeah, that it's clean. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's quite tough. I admire you for that because uh, not 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 a lot of people can deal with that. Uh, I had a I had a friend many years ago, uh, a male friend, who went for um, uh, audition. Well, audition. He went to to see if he could make it as a male model. Actually, you know, okay. quite quite tall, quite. <laughs> and went along to this uh, thing, and they said, "Oh, you know, do this and do that, and walk over here, walk over there." I said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, no, your bottom's too big, and this is really." <laughs> Like, he was almost in tears, you know. But I said, "Oh my like, god!" <laughs> so I said, "I said you just got to laugh those things off because, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, other, otherwise you, you just end up doing nothing." Um, you know. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta have, you gotta build that self esteem for yourself. You gotta be proud and 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 know what it is you have and what it yeah. is you don't have. Yeah, uh, I'm. I could never be a top model because I'm not five foot seven. But that is fine. If people tell me, oh, you know what, you're not tall enough, or oh, you you're not curvy enough. Well, hello, what do you expect me to do? You want me mm. to change? This is who I am. If I'm not what you're looking for, move on and find what you want. You know. But yeah, I will. There will be stuff that will be compatible to me. And sure. then that is my thing. And that is all right. Uh, but I'm not going to change myself up just to fit the mold or to fit whatever society wants from me. Because you will never be able to please everyone. Hmm. Uh, so just be comfortable with yourself. This is who I am. And I'm just going to keep going until I find what does work for me. And there'll yeah, be sure. people who will appreciate the way I look, the way I sound, they will have roles for me that fit me. And that's fine. Mm. And if I don't, I'll still be happy as Larry. I'll still be doing the things I do. And uh, it does require, you know, a a well-developed self-esteem. Don't let them get to you because it's based on on, on aesthetics. This industry is based on looks. Mm. And so, yeah. That's what mm. you have. That's what you got to work with. Yeah, and yeah. There'll be stuff that just doesn't fit you, but that's fine. No, that's great. Great advice, and uh, hopefully th- those that are listening uh, will, will will take that on board. But I think I think generally, whether it be um, the film industry or whatever, just life in general, you have to have a bit. You have to have a bit of a thick skin, <laughs> otherwise it's not going to work. Do you know what I mean? So uh, you're right there. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, yes. Lost, lost you for a bit. Yeah. I'm just saying you got you got to have a bit of a thick skin with these things because just just in life in general because it's not all it's not always going to go your way. Um, you know, l- l- lucky enough, my, my my mother endowed me with very thick skin. She was she was quite a, a philosopher, my mom, which which was quite nice. Yeah. So I learned I learned very early on. That's really good. Yeah, absolutely. And not just that. I mean, my parents instilled in me, uh, and I'm very thankful for that, um, the hard work ethics, the not giving up, the like, keep it going, keep trying. If you think you've tried enough, try again. Um, and, and, And just block out all the noise around you do not compare yourself with other people because it's just useless nobody's like you in the film industry there there could be like 50 actresses look like you sound like you but they will never deliver the lines the same way as you do because everyone does it in their own unique way there's no point in comparing so stop doing that block out all the distractions and focus on your own development and if you go in with the mindset not to want to win something because if you go in with that mindset like i want to win there's a possibility that you could lose because winning comes you know along with a losing Hmm. Uh, there are winners there are losers if you come in with the attitude of hey i'm here to learn i'm Hmm. here to grow whatever i can gain in terms of experience knowledge something new or just have a good time that is a win already you go in with that mindset, you will never lose, you will never get uh, rejected, you will never get disappointed, because there's always something that you can bring with you from it. It's always something you can learn from it. And that's kind of the mindset I, I, I take with me everywhere I go, whatever I do, 
I'm here to learn. So if I fall on my face, that is fine because I'm just learning. I'm not here to win. I'm not here to compete. Uh, well, you know, when you're in a, in a competition, you yeah. are. But yeah. just just in general, if you're trying out new things, like, for example, I, I, I speak to women who would like to try out the martial arts, but they are afraid to take that step. They're like, oh, I don't want to be hit in the face. I don't know if it's for me. I don't know if it's too much. I don't have time. They come up with all kinds of excuses as if they're trying to justify them not going. Hmm. There is just all that insecurity. And I'm like, you know what? Just go. You don't, you don't, you don't go in to win medals. You just go in to learn something new. Hmm. Make it easier for yourself. You know, keep the threshold a bit lower. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great, great, great advice. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, uh, you know, people will hear that. I hope people will take that on board and uh, follow that. Well, we're, we're coming sort of close to the end uh, uh, of the podcast. Is there a, a, anything else we have, you haven't mentioned that you'd like to share first off? Uh, I got a movie coming out. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, no, no. go. Yeah, that's definitely worth sharing. But let, tell us about it. Tell us about it. Well, I mean, um, we uh, we finished shooting like maybe like a week ago. And it's a very fun horror, horror, dark comedy movie. Um, okay. I'm playing a baddie. Uh, there's some okay. martial arts scenes in it. So that could be an interesting thing for everybody. Um, Excellent. And uh, yeah, just um, stay tuned. All my okay. stuff, I'll be posting if if anything. Yeah, where where well where where can we? With that in mind, again, is where where can we follow you? Um, and um, and we will put some stuff in the show notes as well. But if you can tell the audience where they can follow you and find out about you. Yeah, so I think the most active and the most recent updates will probably be posted on my Instagram, which is Instagram uh, my uh, Rebecca underscore Hanser, no capitals there. And uh, come find me. And it's so much fun. I I always like to share. Also, I share a lot about my training and just anything that could inspire, motivate other people. Fantastic. uh, You know, to do their thing the best way they can and to not give up and always stay positive. I think, yeah. Excellent. Well, I hope you get many, many followers from this. Um, I I should certainly be following you because one of of the reasons, selfish reason, I'd I'd love to chat to you again um, and, uh, you know, see how things are are going for you uh, sometime in the future. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll put some of these uh, some of the links and so on in the in the show notes. Maybe put a, a link to a few reels and things, anything that you you recommend. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'd like to thank you very very much for taking the time to share your um, you know your journey, uh, share your insights on you know uh, what you've done, where you're hoping to go, and um, you know things that uh, you know you think it's important for people to know. So thank you very very much for that. Thank you. And honestly, I, you know, I really appreciate this opportunity to come on your podcast and just, you know, share these amazing things with you. And hopefully someone out there feels motivated or could use it. I don't know. It's whatever. <laughs> excellent. excellent. If, you, if you hang around, I'll get that, that some information from you. But uh, I'd just like to say thank you very much to the um, uh, Living Martial Arts podcast fans. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this fantastic podcast podcast with uh miss rebecca hanser a lovely young lady very attractive lady and i'm sure that uh you know if you follow her you'll get some real real motivation through the things that uh, she's uh doing and things that she's hoping to do so thank you very much and we'll catch you soon thank you